bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the Common Council president and the Common Council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You actually want me to say it? I can't say it. (laughs) See, men do that. Women emit puffs of glitter. (laughs) That's not true. That is not true, Kyle. Women do not um, pass gas. They, They emit puffs of glitter. See, look. See, that's all it is. That's all it is. Um, being dainty. They're sitting prim and proper. It's daintiness. <laughs> it's daintiness. There's no plot, plot, fizz, fizz. None of that. It's just daintiness. Are you on the air or not off the air? I don't. I don't really want to. I was off the air, but I'm not gonna say what I'm gonna say. Don't don't say that because uh, I might get. I might go to HR. Go to HR. <laughs> get you a chair. Uh, Kyle is in the corner. Where's he at? Oh, he's in HR. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm not gonna tell y'all what the conversation was about. We should let it go. Um, I'm I'm not gonna touch that. So yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need one more story so I can have my top five at five. Let's see what's going on at CNN. Um, let's let's see. That, okay, right. 
Y'all see, I got hollered at. She was hollering at me and everything. Okay, I always learned that if you're going to lie, like make it make it so big that you go, oh my gosh, I can't believe they said that. Right? And then you end up picking the same ones. I'm, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I am done. Number five. I got I had to skip this one and I had to insert this one because I couldn't I couldn't help myself. Brett Favre is expected to be questioned later this month in a Mississippi <clears throat> welfare fraud investigation. The Packers legend is accused of using millions of dollars in welfare money to help build a new volleyball stadium at the University of Southern Mississippi. So he took state funds to build a thing on state funds. How y'all going to get him? Anyway, in August, Mississippi Supreme Court said it will not dismiss fire from a civil lawsuit filed by the state seeking to recoup millions of dollars distributed as part of what the state calls a well a, a statewide welfare fraud scheme. Fire's attorneys have said he didn't receive any financial benefit from the transfer of money. The NFL star, former NFL star, has not yet been criminally charged in the scheme, but is one of more than three dozen people and entities named in the civil suit. According to documents, his deposition is scheduled for October 26. Favre has previously denied any wrongdoing. So here's the deal, dude. Just pay the money back. Pay the money back. How much money was it? What did he make? $30, $40 million a year? Dude, pay the money back. Be done. And then when you're not in the Hall of Fame, that's why. But is it really a crime? You give me money or I, I elicit money from you to give to another nonprofit. And I didn't benefit from it. All I did is technically misappropriate it. So if you might get me on that, but who's going to go to jail for me giving money from one nonprofit and giving it to another nonprofit where my daughter played volleyball, University of Mississippi. So it's kind of like, I get it, smack my hand, pay back the money, be done. I think what the issue is is that when you made application for it, you lied. That's the issue. And I get it, but, I mean, hmm. But I really don't get it. Number four. Wisconsin DMV is telling all y'all. Y'all remember that waiver? But your mama, your daddy can say, Rhea can drive. She should have her license. And Rhea's like 14 years old. No, you need to be 15 and a half to get a permit. Anyway, um, now you got to do in-person road tests. So watch this. You ready? Wisconsin Department of Transportation announced road test waiver pilot program will come to an end December 31st, 2023. As of January 1st, 2024, everybody under 18 will need to complete an in-person road test at DMVs to obtain their probationary license. Appointments can be made, blah, 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 11 weeks in advance. Here's the problem with that. Are you going to be a driver for the road test? And are, and are, and are you going to be there when you fail the kid and the kid does like that 11 year old was on, on our reels 
ghosts run to the car because you're mad at your friends and pulls out a gun and starts shooting. There is no way I would be a, a road tester for kids. Not going to happen. That's just me. I would never do that. Hmm. That would drive me to retirement. Number three. <sighs> they looking for a new speaker of the house because your boy McCarthy got ousted. And so now the Chamber of Commerce is concerned about a vacant speakership because now government funding can't be sent. So we can't fund things like, you know, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce to bring business to the United States of America. And with jobs being significantly lower, they thought jobs this 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 month or this quarter was no, had to be this month. We're going to be in around 150,000. It came in at 89,000. Um it's it's going to be pretty tough. It is definitely going to be an issue and we have to start looking at the fact that um Money's going to get really tight. Number two. Once again, if you haven't seen much of the road construction, you should give it up. Go to um, Department of Transportation. Make sure you sign up for all the road closures that are going to be coming up because they are going to be closing down I-43. Um, there's some issues with with. I know Sherman Boulevard is down to one lane south of center. Might even be south of North Avenue. Either way, it's going to be a long winter, and you're going to be down to one lane of traffic. And so you're going to have to start picking the times of day that you travel so that you can make sure you get it. Exits are starting to close earlier and earlier. Like before, I saw exits closing at 11 p.m., and then 10 p.m. I just drove past one today that said exit closes at eight o'clock. So if I'm going home and I live on the North Shore and I need to get off at I don't I, I don't know which exit it is Brown Deer or Mequon Road or or wherever Good Hope I can't I'd have to drive three four miles out of the way and then drive three or four miles back just to get home. So make sure you prepare for that. Sign up for those notifications. They send text notifications. By the way, did you get your emergency notification today? Isn't that scary that every single phone, they can just hit you on the phone and and just tell you when something's happening. So at least we know when they bomb America, everybody will know they're about to die. Well, I didn't think about it that way. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Okay. You know, an alert that, Hey, death is on the way. Um, I heard about yesterday, my friend was saying a post about people who are in domestic violence situations. Mm-hmm. That if you had a hidden phone to get away, to go turn it off or go find it or something. That's why I knew it was coming. I didn't know what time today. That's interesting. If you got a fake phone or you got your booze phone and you don't want no, your other boo to know. Or people in up. jail that had real phones and had to hide it. Wow. <laughs> so it was, the, it was the National Wireless Emergency Alert System to purposes to maintain and improve alert and warning capabilities at the federal, state, local, tribal, and territorial levels, and to evaluate the nation's public alert and warning capabilities. No action is required by the public. 
And I love it because they basically tell you that it doesn't matter that if the National Weather Service or Center for Missing and Exploited Children, FEMA, anybody or the president want to hit you up, they're going to override whatever you're doing and hit you up. And there's nothing you can do about it. Number one. This afternoon, emergency crews responded to a fatal crash on the city's north side. Um, This is from CBS 58. It happened near the intersection of Locust and Richards, where they say a 34-year-old driver lost control of his vehicle and collided with a tree. Taken to an area hospital with serious and not fatal conditions. The passenger, a 40-year-old, died. CBS 58 spoke to a person who saw the people running toward the accident. He and another bystander helped pull the driver out of the car. Um, I just got to talking to her because I know that's what you're supposed to do. You keep talking to her. Um, I was letting her know, keep breathing. I see your hand moving. You're okay. Ambulance is coming. Said Lance Bond. Milwaukee police say the driver was arrested. And authorities say speed is believed to be a factor. Here's the thing that scares me about this. You pull somebody out the car. Were they trapped? Was the car on fire? Because if they weren't, you probably should have left them where they were. And let the fire department come and move them. They might have severed their vertebrae or something, right? Which would have then caused them, if you moved them and it separated, to stop breathing and all that. Whatever it is, you should not move a person, as far as I understood. Let the fire department come do that. Give the person comfort. Help, you know, like if... Help them stay still, right? Unless you have to do something as a first responder or give CPR or stop bleeding, stuff like that. But pulling people out of cars, that's that's dangerous. I mean, I've known where people have lived because the pressure that was on them in the car, and I'm not saying leave them in a car if it's dangerous. But I, but I guess at some point it's up to the person who's there and they're making the decision and... There's really nothing I can do. Just be careful when you do that. But we also have Good Samaritan laws that will help cover you. I, I think I think that will help people do that. That's just me. <sighs> I guess I got to stop driving too. One call, that's all. One call, that's all is right. Now's your chance to be entered in to win our one call, that's all 5K giveaway. Yep, you heard it right. One call, that's all 5K giveaway. You can win $5,000. 833-212-1017 is the number. Be caller number three right now and be entered in to win $5,000. Remember, if you or a loved one has ever been injured in an accident, give Gruber Law Offices a call. One call. That's all. Be caller number three for your chance to be entered in to win this money from the one call. That's all 5K giveaway. For official contest rules, visit 1017thetruth.com. Call now, 833-212-1017. And believe it or not, I'm here for Pella Windows and Doors. Team Pella is executing some incredible plays. Products with limited Lifetime warranties, incredible innovations like blinds and shades in between the glass. So stylish windows, if you're looking for them, if you've got hidden screens, you don't want people to see them, all sorts of things. You can make game day a breeze. So this Pella plays um, can, can really make watching the game 
a winning touchdown. So if I were you, I would sign up and go to PellaWI.com. Monthly payments are as low as $19 per window, $75 for a patio door. Get a free quote, PellaWI.com. So if you're looking at your windows and you know you need to get them replaced and it's starting to get cold outside and you know you need to take care of it, just go. PellaWI.com. 6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for actual details. Offer ends 10-31-2023. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Hmm. So, Democrats are proposing an election law change, and they want to expand teen voting and automatic voter registration. So, Democrats at the state capitol here in Wisconsin released a number of proposals for changing Wisconsin election laws. They say the goal is making it easier for people to vote, for more people to vote. Really? Among the bills circulating at the state capitol, Democrats are proposing to let 16 and 17-year-olds pre-register to vote. Why? Why can't they just wait? 17-year-olds will be allowed to vote in primary elections if they turn 18 before the general election. No, absolutely not. Another bill would require state elected officials to serve as election workers at least once every three years. And another would require the Department of Corrections to help ex-felons register to vote once that right has been restored. Why would you have the Department of Corrections when we already have an election commission in many communities? Have them go there and sign up. Put it simply, says Lee Snodgrass of Appleton, Democrat. Put it simply, these bills support youth voter engagement, ensuring those passing bills about elections use, actually understand them and seek to restore voting rights of ex-offenders. Do you lose your voting right as an ex-offender in Wisconsin once you're off probation or parole and you're a felon? I think, I think the, your, your voting returns unless there's something I don't know or something I missed, but When you're off paper, right, when you're not on probation or parole anymore, your voting rights return. So I think what happens in the issue I have is the probationary period or your parole. Well, yeah, the the time after your parole, I, I, I have an issue with them setting that ahead of time, you know, telling people, well, you're on you go to jail for five years and then you're on um, supervision for. You know, 20 years. Well, you're just guaranteeing that the person can't vote. That makes no sense to me. That makes no sense, this whole supervision thing. So that should be changed, I believe. Um, at least make it reasonable. 
after after three years of supervision, regardless of what you get, your third year, your after completing your third year of supervision, you should be able to get your vote back if you're a convicted felon and you're on probation or parole. That's just me. That's just me. I think that's a change. What are your thoughts? 833-212-1017 is the number. It's been a while since I checked the talking text line. I don't want to get myself in trouble. Because, you know, Rhea be getting me in trouble because she be. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what Sir Chan said, but he said, I'm not going to say that. Let me skip that. Beyond the Nine said they're talking about Trump being the Speaker of the House. Ha, 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 ha. You have to be, I believe you have to be an elected senator, but I, you know what? There's probably some glitch where you don't have to be. They can elect whoever they want to be the Speaker of the House, something weird. They said we just can't vote on paper. I don't know what that means. You can Oh, on paper. Okay. Okay. So if you're on parole. Or probation. But but they but they set those so long, you know. Does supervision count for parole or probation? See, that's that's my question. I think you should be able to just after three years of being on, you should be able to vote again. You should you should get restored. I don't really understand the whole losing it because you committed a crime anyway, but you got to love this. People keep sending notes to Sherwin and it's 524 in the afternoon. Okay. I think somebody's listening and sending notes to Sherwin. So make make sure, hey, Sherwin, make sure you check your... Uh, Scroll back to talking text in the five o'clock hour so you can read it. And yeah, Kyle just sent me a note. Anybody can be elected as Speaker of the House. That's what I thought. Anybody. I can be Speaker of the House. They should elect me Speaker of the House. And they'll be like, what are you doing? I'm speaking. So I don't think that would fly well, but you know. Um, talking text line says voting rights are restored after supervision is completed. Okay. And so for me, I think, I think supervision should be like after three years and being on supervision, whether you got 10 years or 20. Yeah, it's all the same. Yep. Um, whether you got 10 years or 20 years of supervision or four after your third year, you should be able to vote. That's just me. That's what I think. I'm just one guy. But I think at some point, if you've shown over three years that, that you're back in society and you're working and you're doing what you're supposed to do and you're checking in with your PO and all that, let the person vote. Let the person vote. As soon as I do it, I'm become Speaker of the House. My house. <laughs> you can be like, this is my house. You can be like, uh, no. How long do you think I would last as Speaker of the House? I give myself 45 minutes. And I'd listen to somebody come up and start pontificating about some ridiculousness. And I'll be like, because they would make the mistake. And I'd be like, with the gavel, that's stupid. Go sit down. 
I'd be cutting people, <laughs> cutting people's microphone off. Excuse me. Yeah. Go sit down. But I, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Just go sit down. And then you know what I'd do? I'd give them the finger point. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. It, it amazes me. So I have a screen on here in the studio that has CNN, MSNBC, Fox, and BBC News. It's amazing how other people report other people. So CNN doesn't report anything that Fox does. BBC doesn't report anything that CNN and Fox does. Fox News doesn't report anything that CNN and BBC does. But for some reason, MSNBC is like locked on what Fox News does. They're actually reporting Fox News is upset about all the GOP chaos. Who cares? Like, why are you actually even reporting that? Weirdness. And they wonder why nobody watches MSNBC. Does anybody even watch MSNBC? I watch it and it, it, it hurts to watch it. It hurts. It's weird. Strange channel. Strange. Speaking of strange, when they opened the canister containing samples on September 26th, this was the first glimpse of a sample collected from the near-Earth asteroid Bennu, and they found something. Well, the researchers discovered an abundance of dark, fine-grained material on the inside of the container's lid and base surrounding the mechanism used to collect the extraterrestrial rocks and sample. The unexpected debris could reveal key insights about the asteroid before the primary sample is analyzed. So the sample's historic landing in the Utah desert this, this past September 24th marked the culmination of NASA's seven-year OSIRIS-REx Michigan, which traveled to Bennu 200 million miles away from Earth, or 320 million kilometers, touched down on the asteroid, and then flew back for a sample drop. So basically what you're telling me is it went, scooped up something, came back and pooped it back on Earth. Okay. Uh, the mission, <laughs> I couldn't help it. We, we've been in that vein all the The mission team whisked away the canister the day after it arrived at Johnson Space Center in Houston, um, which has a clean room specially built for this type of analysis. And they believe asteroids are remnants of the formation of the solar system, offering insights into what those chaotic early days were like when the planets formed and settled into space. But near-Earth asteroids also pose a threat. So understanding their composition and orbits is key to unlocking the best ways to deflect space rocks. Well, don't hit it like a baseball because it'll just break into chunks and all 
Yeah. Not the way I'd want to go. Hey, what happened to him? Oh, yeah, he got hit by a, a piece of rock that, that came through the atmosphere and sped up. Like, what is the speed for, um, hmm, if you reach that velocity, it just, it just hits you. Wow. Yeah. Something bad happens to me. I hope to go in my sleep. Snoring. Don't even know it. Just just go to sleep. But at some point, getting hit by a rock out of nowhere? Oh, that would just that that would that would be yeah. It's like say what? It's like having an air conditioner unit fall on your head out of nowhere, you know? Well, I was I was thinking like like terminal velocity. Like terminal velocity, what what does it say? The constant speed that a free falling object eventually reaches when the resistance of the medium through which it's falling prevents further acceleration. So if you drop a penny from a high enough height, it'll go so fast that it'll just reach a certain speed and then not go any faster because it can't go any faster because of the atmosphere, gravity, all that, right? But there's a calculation for terminal velocity. I don't really want to know that. Acceleration due to gravity. You have to solve for V, which is terminal velocity. G, the acceleration due to gravity. The Earth is approximately 9.8 meters per second squared. Or, and I used to know what that actually was in feet. Anyway. So you have the mass or the weight of the object falling, the acceleration due to gravity, the density of the fluid through which the object is falling, projected area of the object, and drag coefficient. All that says is that when it hits you, if you drop it from high enough, a penny will kill you. So that means be careful of falling pennies. <laughs> a penny fell out of airplane? I don't know. <laughs> but if a piece falls off, like all, all that, mm-mm. nah. I think we should be able to test terminal velocity. I think we should. Like they have calculators where you can just fill in the information. So let's see. What kind of shape? Give me a shape, Rhea. What, what, what kind of shape? Is it round, spherical, baseball, cube, what? I was going to say something else. Maybe like a rhombus. Um, let's a rhombus. do an oval. The oval is not one of the choices. Okay, let's try again. I have sphere, golf ball, baseball. Golf ball. Golf ball. Okay, we got a golf ball. Um, what's the mass of the golf ball in ounces? Let's say it weighs, yeah. And the cross-sectional area will measure it in square inches. And the drag coefficient is 0.389. We're going to use, are we going to use pounds per cubic foot? No. Let me go back up here and switch this to centimeters. 
and switch that to cubic centimeters. And the velocity we want to put in, we'll do miles per hour because we're in America. As some people say, we're the only dumb country that still uses, you know, miles and we haven't gone over to the metric. And I told the person, well, then why don't you move to that country? (sighs) Some people. So. Terminal velocity. Oh, wow. I don't I don't know if I'm going to drop a golf ball anytime soon. Acceleration would be at 32.185 feet per second. If I get hit by something going that fast, I, I, I'm, I'm probably not going to. Yeah, I wouldn't survive that. Hmm. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Start singing. <laughs> can you sing? Nah, you can dance though, right? Yeah. See, y'all, that's real music. That garbage y'all got now. Nah. Trap and <laughs> what I like to call mumble rap. <laughs> what are you even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and you got to be pretty high to do mumble rap. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> the problem is the other person listening has to be high to understand what the heck they're saying. Or you could just sing music like this. Al Hudson featuring One Way. Or should I say One Way featuring Al Hudson? And One Way featuring, I mean, come on now. And it's unfortunate because when you have young people put music in the system and they write the name and all that, there's no reference. So they don't know it's the group One Way featuring Al Hudson. Or who's the other person that featured One Way featured? But anyway. And I, I don't think they've ever been in concert, have they? One Way? Yeah. Alicia Myers. Oh, yeah. It was, it was some cuts back then. 
Now we got this. <clears throat> I don't even know if you can call it music. But I guess that's what they said about our music, right? My grandmother was like, what you like y'all listen to that mess for? Okay. Simone Biles won her 20th World Championship gold medal as a 26-year-old. Continued her impressive run. How come we not seeing Simone Biles at Packer games and people all kissing up to her? But but we got to look at doggone Taylor Moonhead Swift cares about her. Oh, it's a Swifty. Yeah, Swift this. <sighs> What's up? Oh, my gosh. Anyway. She continued her impressive return from a two-year hiatus away from gymnastics, playing a key role in historic victory for the U.S. in the women's team final on today. Her impressive floor routine ensured the U.S. won its seventh consecutive world title in the women's team discipline at the World Artistic Gymnastics Championships in Antwerp, Belgium. Brazil finished second to earn the country's first overall world championship medal in women's gymnastics with France taking third. I think that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. I wonder how it feels to be married to Simone Biles. I know that the the recently um, drafted Green Bay Packer like the fact that your wife could outflip you, outrun you, out, yeah. And could probably, if she ever learns martial arts, could whoop up on you without you ever even, <laughs> like you would, and you'd be done. Uh, yeah, nah, you'd, you'd be done. You'd be done. And I'd be afraid to do stuff like that, like twisting in the wind when I'm doing, like, don't they, don't they attach something to your waist and, and it, it out to the side so that it's like a brace. So if you mess up, it'll it'll stop you from cracking your head or breaking your neck. But when you do it, you just do it out and open. That's interesting. I'd be terrified. And isn't she considered old in gymnastics, 26 years old? And she's still whooping up on people? Mm. Clearly, I'm not whooping up on people, so... Hmm, it's not a problem. But I could never do gymnastics. I, w- I was never the gymnastics person. Flips and stuff like that, I could I could never, ever, ever do that. Hey! People are walking past the glass. I'm speaking, saying hello. Is it still warm outside? What's the weather? What's the local weather? I wonder. 76? Oh, okay. Is it supposed to rain today, too? Oh, I'm looking for some rain. I need some rain. I need for it to rain today so everybody can go in the house and go away and leave people alone. So, 833-212-1017 is the number. Let me check the talking text line before I get out of here because, you know, before people would always scream and holler at me, hey, I sent you stuff on the talking text line and you didn't check it. Okay. Um. <laughs> So they're talking about Tim Scott. They're talking about Herschel Walker. Wow. Y'all don't like Tim Scott, do you? 
How about the lying black Confederate Tim Scott from the debate the other day, pretending President Johnson was more harmful to black people than slavery was? Well, if you know what President Johnson said about black people, he was. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that as a, as a go back historically and look at some of the things Lyndon B. Johnson said about black people and called black people when he was in the Oval Office. So be, be careful. Um, that's, 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 yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta be careful. Like Lyndon Baines Johnson was not the guy people think, um, he was. Put it like this. Have you ever seen one of those three-way pictures that every black person's grandparents got on the wall with, with, um, Martin Luther King? Who is it? Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and... President Kennedy, that little velvet picture, that ugly, heinous, horrendous velvet picture that everybody's great grandpa. Like younger people have no idea what that is. But if you're probably in your 30s, you you probably know that that's that. What you doing? <clears throat> Waiting on my grandmother to die. She's 102 years old. Soon as she die, I'm breaking in the house and taking that picture and burning it. Everybody hated that picture. That velvet. Oh, I feel so. Ugh. It was a terrible picture. But that was just me. That was just me. And 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 it was just one of those. Ugh. But he did. Wow. LT said, don't be talking about to twizzle. Simone was over there competing. That's why she's not on TV. Well. We know that, but, you know, when she does go there, are we going to see her? (laughs) I was trying to push it myself, but I couldn't, so I was like, I mean, well, are we going to see her when she's with family up in the box and hubby is playing? And they're going to be oohing and on, and the NFL going to be going, hey, look at her. Look at Simone Biles. I think Simone Biles has done more than Taylor Swift. She's an Olympian. Taylor Swift is a singer. And every time I hear a song, I have no idea it's Taylor Swift. And I just don't like Taylor Swift. Mm, no. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Don't forget, Friday night, we got... Marquette University High School football coming on at 7. Um, tonight we got Tori Lowe coming on at 6. So just hang out. Make this your 24-hour station. Um, news is back. We've got things going on. We'll be getting you information and all that. So just hang with us as we grow and expand and do even greater towards the end of the year. God bless. Take care. Thank you, Rhea. Dance. Okay, so me and Rhea are going to have a dance-off. I'm going to let her win, and then I'm going to go sit down and put ice on my back. I'll talk to you later. I'm out.